Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here in this empty Twitch channel to bring you smiles on your faces, which means we're going to talk about the weird wrestling that happened with WWE this week. It was weird. Sure was. I'm Owen, joined with less than 10 people by John. I I don't... What? Okay. There's less than 10 people, so we're fine. We can do this. Okay, fair. Um, look, there may not be less than 10 people. It all depends on how many people are currently in the chat. And Isn't that cool? They're banned. It's not cool, but also they're banned. They're not allowed. Oh, man. It has, well, to be, it has to be an empty arena. Look, it can be a virtual full arena. It's fine, because we're streaming over at twitch.tv slash ozone online. Uh, check us uh, out nope, there. for wrestling. Whatever. It's been a weird week. I I wouldn't be surprised if it was on Ozone Online right now. We're streaming live over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling, so check us out there. We're moderating the chat and our Twitter at Heel Turns. So send us your questions and your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. Hey, hey John. It's weird. Shit is weird. We live in the end times. Like, the real end times now. Um... I got a weird camera thing going on because I don't have my usual setup because I'm still on my, my new laptop uh, webcam and it's aiming up. It's like I'm in a Orson Welles film. Nice. Because yeah, you you're hunkered down in a bunker. I mean, I'm also that just, you know, the bunker being my apartment. Yeah. Can't leave. I have a lot of food that I've bought and will make. Yeah. Uh, Katie, before the podcast, Showed me something that made me gl- really glad that she's not over in San Francisco. Okay. Um, they are on a 24-hour lockdown for, like, the next two weeks. Well, damn. Like, they can't leave the house for anything except for groceries or doctor's appointments. Well, damn. So, I, I mean, <laughs> things look pretty good for us. I mean, New Jersey has a curfew right now. I mean, we kind of have a curfew. All businesses, pretty much, you know, aside from like grocery stores and shit, were supposed to shut down at uh, at eight today. Yeah, they they happen here too. But I mean, the curfew is at like between eight and five a.m. You can't be outside. Yeah, basically, it's. I'm going to be in New Jersey this weekend, so that'll be something. Strange times, Owen. It is. It sure is. Like, I honestly don't even know what to say here. It's like, yeah, you know, I've, I've basically spent all of this weekend, like, preparing for this nonsense and getting ready for whatever this is going to be. And, and you know, today, uh, today, my, my day job was was closed. So that was, you know, he made things a little bit easier to, to get in a good mindset for, you know, tomorrow when I'll actually have to work, but I'll also be stuck in in the house during a weird pandemic situation but yeah it's a weird right now yeah i'll be stuck in the house tomorrow as well not that i'm complaining i mean you know i have a bunch of things to do and you know things that i've cooked and all stuff that's ready to go it's just a weird situation to be in yeah i got some groceries so that was good 
yeah, I got, I mean, I went crazy on groceries. I, I pretty much, you know, went to the grocery store and to the hardware store, you know, make sure it's like, all right, well, if I'm going to be here, like, you know, here's a bunch of things I know I need to get done. So might as well get the start to do these things while I'm in the house. Mm-hmm. That's like I saw that you painted your wall. Yeah. You know, I just I just put some primer on my wall to make it all better because but- I have a uh, a projector. So you can watch the Rumble. I mean, Monday Night Raw. Tonight was the night to do the thing again that we've already seen. The longest amount of time Brock's been on Raw in years. You're not wrong is the sad thing. Yep. <sighs> hey, John. Yeah. Um, Did, shall, shall we just get into things? Because things are weird. Yeah, I I don't. You know what? I'm tired. This has been a weird couple days. I don't really want to linger on this nonsense. Let's just let's just get right into wrestling news. Hey, John. Yeah, and our top story. Everything's fucked. Sure is. Do you want to tell us what's fucked? Everything, I mean... Look, in, in the world of know, wrestling, let's just condense it to world of wrestling. Look, like, obviously the coronavirus has caused a lot of problems in, you know, not just, just the world of wrestling, but the world in general, of canceling events, making sure that people are pretty much staying indoors, uh, you know, the pretty much the, the whole social distancing thing. And as part of that, you know, a lot of municipalities and places have pretty much, uh, you know, the CDC has suggested that, like crowd that places should not have crowds of over 50 people pretty much i'm I'm glad i went out dancing on saturday night because i don't think i get to do that anymore no you don't so that's that's fun at least but and i went to the last like major wb pay-per-view for the foreseeable future you sure did and yeah, so it it just seems like it's as good a time as any to just run down what all the uh, the major wrestling companies are doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, the, first of all, the news that we have from WWE today is they pretty much announced that uh, WrestleMania is going to be happening at the Performance Center this year as planned. That's weird. They should just postpone it. They should, but also, can they? Yeah, this. Sprinkle the matches over the next few weeks of TV so you have content. Potentially. It's just like, you know, the problem is then what do you build to if you don't have any of the matches that you're going to do? No, I'm saying you you have them, but you break them up into the, uh, different episodes. So then you're just saying don't have WrestleMania. Yeah, don't, don't have, like, build a WrestleMania later with a different card. But use the card that you've been building up to to fill your television for the next few weeks. Because it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the empty arena at the Performance Center. I'd like to hope that maybe they'll find some people that they can bring in. Nope. Not allowed to be. Not allowed to. As long as it's less than 50 people. So, I... Technically, they can't do the Battle Royals this year. I don't know. Can they? With the referees and the commentary and the camera people, that's that's pushing it. 
my guess is they probably just wouldn't want to do it anyway because it's you know it's a lot and also look that card is still pretty filled up john they're gonna make the andre the giant memorial gauntlet match for the two-week trophy yeah the thing that Undertaker gives no shits about, but he wanted anyway. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fault Undertaker for not caring about that bad trophy. It's pretty crazy. They go from an A two thousand attendance for WrestleMania to zero. Yeah. It's the worst. I, I genuinely don't even know what to say here. It's just like this situation is so weird and so unprecedented that, like, WrestleMania is going to be happening and potentially in front of no one. At least it's happening. I mean, like, the NBA Finals might not happen. The NHL Stanley Cup is probably not going to happen. NFL student free agency, and I don't know why. I mean, you don't really have to do it. You don't really have to have people there. I mean, if you want to know their physicals, you gotta... Get them out. You know, fly them out to get physicals. But also, like, that, and they're also doing the draft in April still. With no one in attendance, but they're still doing it. Like, they're still carrying on with the NFL season. We'll hope, we'll see if things get better by then. My guess is probably not. I, New York better be okay by later in April. My guess is probably not. Oh, man. If I get my secondary tickets canceled, too, I'm going to be real bummed out. They canceled my first Broadway ticket, so I bought one for when Broadway opens again. And now they're like, no, actually. They're not. Just saying, man. Don't don't be surprised if this doesn't go well. Oh, no. I, I expect nothing. Therefore, I can't be surprised. So yeah, uh, WrestleMania is happening at the Performance Center. I presume that the the next few Raws and Smackdowns for the time being are going to be, you know, same deal Performance Center shows. What are they going to do? Because they've been airing clips of like old matches. Are they going to keep doing that? I don't know. I mean, they're going to have, we'll, we'll get to it though, because they're going to have to figure something out. Definitely. They're going to run and- out. NXT is is also going to be uh, from the Performance Center. I mean, that that was happening already because uh, Full Sail did have its issue, uh, you know, last week of their weird, like, ceremony where they needed the, the Full Sail Live Arena. But, yeah, uh, apparently Full Sail is, like, all the way shut down until the end of April. So even if, like, things subside before then, like, there's no way that they're going to be able to get back into Full Sail Live. So, well... Yeah, I mean, they did it last week with an actual crowd, so that's weird. Yeah, but I'm saying that's why they did it at uh, the Performance Center with an actual crowd last week was because Full Sail had an event there where they needed the uh, they need Full Sail Live. Oh, this is not wrestling related, but the Ohio polls are going to be closed now because of the virus. Great. Hey, John. What's up, Owen? What if the polls are closed in November? What if the polls are closed in November? Hell world forever. You'll love to see it, folks. No, no one loves to see it, unless you're a dirty old racist. 
the people that run the companies that we discuss on the show love to see it, folks. I don't think they do because they want the virus to go away so they make money. Yeah, but he also loves Trump. I, I think he likes money more than Trump. Is all I'm saying. Jury's out on that one. Fair we'll, enough. We'll see. What, what what else is canceled in the world of wrestling or postponed or whatever the hell's going on? Yeah. So as we've discussed before, uh, New Japan's uh, New Japan Cup is is just outright done. They're not proceeding with that this year. Makes sense. Huge bummer, but I mean, yeah. What else? What else can you say? Like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, AEW. They've announced uh, that you know they announced before that uh, this week's dynamite is going to be moved to Jacksonville from Rochester. It's going to be happening at the uh, Daily's Place. John. I yes, Owen. I, I can't believe it. Jericho's entrance is no longer over. No one's singing along with it weird how this works out it's fucked it's not hot it's uh, I, I really appreciate WWE posted that clip this week he gave me a little smile that I needed but yeah uh, so this week's show is moved to Jacksonville after that they pretty much said that all their shows are going to be in, in uh, closed studio situations uh, what that means, who really knows for now? Uh, who knows if Blood and Guts is still happening in in two weeks? Uh, it'd be, but it'd be a waste to do it in you know to no crowd. It would, but you know we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, it's kind of you could say the same thing about WrestleMania, and well, well, I, I would hope no AEW has more sense. Strange time zone. Is and and you know I hope I hope you, you do have that show in July in Newark. I hope that I hope things are better by then. Yeah, uh, July twenty second is when the the Newark show is supposed to be right happening. before my birthday. Indeed, all I want for my birthday is to not have the constant threat of dying. Well, I have some bad news for you. Ah, shit. I guess that's all. That's always there, regardless of virus. Exactly. Yes. So, Ring of Honor, they they had a show. They were supposed to have a show, have a uh, series of shows show, this no. weekend, uh, th- this past weekend, for their 18th anniversary. They had an 18th anniversary show, and then a uh, some some kind of other show, like a, a past versus present show. Mm-hmm. Both of those got canceled because they were in Las Vegas. Yeah. And Las Vegas had strict moratorium on, on shows. Makes sense, because it's Vegas. However, uh, it seems like at the current moment, Supercard of Honor is still on. For when? I don't know. When was it scheduled? I mean, it was scheduled for, I'm pretty sure it was scheduled for the Friday or, or Saturday before Mania. I guess they're going to do it with no crowd? I mean, that's the only way they could do it, right? I have absolutely no idea. Like, if they're even going to go forward with it, or they haven't even said anything. They sell the 50 most expensive tickets ever to a wrestling show. I feel like people would do it. 
Now I feel WWE would do it. True. Marty would just give it to his friends. Oh, wow. I can't believe the Elite are in attendance. What's the Elite doing in the ROH zone? Not having the coronavirus, hopefully. MLW has canceled all their live events for the next 45 days. Jesus, 45 days is a lot. Which includes their their next show that was going to be in Chicago uh, on April 18th. That's now moved to uh, June June 12th. I like how optimistic they are. Mm Mm-hmm. Impact had uh, two shows planned for um, for the 28th and 29th. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was going to be in Michigan. The other, I believe, somewhere in Canada. Uh, one of them was a lockdown show. The other, I don't actually remember. Uh, really? Because I know Evolve had a show in Detroit that was canceled. Yeah, both these are both these are canceled. Yeah. Um, Tampa shows that they had planned are currently under review, but let's be honest. If Mania is not happening there, it's not happening. Yeah. And then finally, uh, NWA, all their live performances are suspended until June. But they're still going to make the shows? So they say they're still going to make the shows. But here's the thing. So they had three things planned until June. They had the Crockett Cup, which that's pretty big that they're losing that. Mm-hmm. They And then they had two... Two tapings of power. I mean, they could do it just with cardboard cutouts in the crowd. It's true. They could. They could just, you know, work around it and, and you know, get the studio and just do it with no one. Pipe in, but pipe in crowd noise. It does change things significantly. True. Things are weird, John. Things are really weird right now. Like... There's not a lot of wrestling. We're a wrestling podcast. Yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of hard to say what to do, because, you know, we're just kind of playing it by ear, because kind of everyone is right now. Like, we're going to have to figure out what what our plan of attack is after Mania season, because we got to keep going until at least Mania. And then we got to figure out what's... You know, how's the world, and how are we... Because we know one of the one of the hosts of Heel Alternative is, I think, dead, presumed dead. He, I, we we played Fortnite earlier. What? Yeah. I that that. Well, I thought he was. He told me he was dead. Yeah. Oscar says a lot of things. Oh shit! Oscar in the chat says he's not dead yet, but he's dying. Also, you're not supposed to be in the in the in the audience. What are you doing? Leave. Essential personnel only. It's mean. Is Oscar essential? Oscar, I love you. All right, you're essential. You get to you get to stay. I'm surprised that he's you know able to do things from the uh, the quarantine zone. Owen, what's Oscar doing in the quarantine zone? Being sick. No. Uh, shall we move on to talk about whatever the hell SmackDown was? Whatever the hell this week in WWE was, really. I think SmackDown was, like, way more fun than Raw. Oh, SmackDown was a way better show by far. SmackDown, they just didn't give a fuck and were just, like, messing around and and having some fun with it. Like, Raw, they had 
more of an idea of how we're going to do a show, but they didn't actually do it well. For SmackDown, I felt like Triple. They said Triple H, "What do you want to do?" And he says, "I want to have fun." So, I, my favorite part. I, though, I mean, the thing that I the thing that I heard uh, the rumor coming out of the of the Observer was basically that, like, oh yeah, no, like the idea when Triple H they said that Triple H was going to be their first guest, like yeah, the idea was supposed to be that like it was going to be a bunch of recurring guests, but. Apparently, just like they saw the buzz on the internet and everybody was really into Triple H. So they're like, okay, why don't we keep Triple H around and just have him do more outlandish shit? That's what I was going to say. That's what I had also heard is that he left and then he came back because the Twitter loved it, which, you know, include me. I also loved it. Yeah, Triple H was the MVP of the show by far. Just his like weird outlandish stuff of just like, you know, playing up the fact that like, they're on such a small, uh, you know, small staff. So it was like, oh, I'm going to hold the camera. I'm going to do Michael Cole's makeup. I'm going to have these serious moments and then just like be a weird asshole and just like do some heel commentary and also fucking make jokes burying the Internet saying that I got a demotion. That was really funny. It was fun. It, it felt loose and fun in a way that WWE content typically doesn't. You know what my favorite line of his was? What's that? That when when Asuka showed up, he's like, oh, she must have run through the crowd. I didn't see her. My favorite line was still after Shinsuke Nakamura's riveting promo. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Shinsuke just says absolutely nothing. And he's like, after after a promo like that for Shinsuke Nakamura, I have to make the match. It's very good. Triple H knows how to have fun. I hope he's back on SmackDown again. Triple H in full troll, troll mode is real fun. I bet he won't be back. Corey Graves can stay in the quarantine zone. It's fun. Is that what we're calling Pittsburgh now? I mean, they they didn't bring Raw there, so yeah. I guess so. He's in lockdown. I have a question. That. Um, I mean, I guess it's a good thing he's in lockdown considering the new WWE 2K20 DLC. I guess they hang out with antivirus Carmella. Oh, no. What I was going to ask is, would it be in bad taste if Impact did lethal lockdown? I mean, they literally were going to do lockdown at one of those two shows. What I'm saying, would it be bad taste if they still did it? And just brought back the lethal name for it that they cut? Mm-hmm. Yes, completely. They should do it. It would be the most impact thing to do. Actually, no, let's be honest, that would be more of a GCW thing. Yeah. Also, Oscar, I'm not reading that out because that's not the name of the episode. What'd he say? He said COVID Graves. I like it. It's not the name of the episode. I like it, though. It should be. It's not. But yeah, Triple H was fun. Um, the women's tag... Well, the, before when, the, when Bailey and Sasha came out, them playing up to the crowd was very weird. 
the whole thing just was weird. And like, you know, it, it definitely made me feel like there might be an issue in this company with the performers that they have not really knowing how to play to just cameras and not a crowd because when there's no crowd there, they just don't know what to do. I mean, when do they ever wrestle without a crowd? It's true, but like, you know, you still need to, I feel like you still need to have like a set of basic skills to be able to play to like, you know, Oh, there's not going to be a lot of people here. I need to go more subtle and I need to go more like dialing it down a bit and like, you know, playing up the brutality of it all. Like, come on, man. Like, I'd like to think that some people are going to have the skills to learn how to do an empty arena match. I don't fault them for it because the whole situation's weird, you know, and they could be like just feeling trying to be in their comfort zone by doing their normal stuff. No, absolutely. And and I don't want to sit here and say that, like, you know, I'm I'm faulting anybody for this. Like, you know, this is completely understandable in the time here. But, like, it does make me worry for if this is going to be a thing going forward. Mm-hmm. That, like, maybe some of these performers are a little less equipped for the current situation. And I'll say that, like, you know, I'd say that, hey, maybe certain performers like, say, a Daniel Bryan and Cesaro or a Rey Mysterio and Andrade really understand that more. Yeah. But what was really fun was when it went to commercial break during the tag match. So, of course, we didn't see this, but apparently people in Israel and uh, other places saw what happened during the commercial break going. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I haven't seen it yet. They just stop wrestling. They just hang out and start talking and, you know, well, they, they, get into position, they just get in the position for when they come back. It's pretty funny. The thing is, which I mean, the, hey, in fairness, like, you know, nobody watching who you who are you wrestling for? But Brian and Cesaro wrestle through the break because they're insane people. Also, probably because someone realized what happened. That too. But also, I'm sure that they just wanted to wrestle. Even if no one's watching, because they're used to it. Oh, man. Why? Ring of Honor. I know, but oh, man. Dang. Oh, now you're defending Ring of Honor. Okay, I see it. No, I'm not defending Ring of Honor. I'm sad about Brian and Cesaro wrestling in front of no one. At least they wrestled in front of us. Also, Gulak's a baby face now. Look, I think that, honestly, I think that the stuff that they're doing with Daniel Bryan is, like, a reminder of, hey, this is why you should have never turned him heel, because, like, he's the fucking best baby face, and he can fucking sell shit, like, you know, going up against a tough ass-kicking heel, getting his ass kicked, winning, and then going, hey, man, like... You you were right. You saw holes in my game, and I want to learn from you. Like, he can make looking like the fucking underdog and looking like someone that has some things to learn while still being a winner. Like, he can make that look like a fucking cool thing. I think it still would have made more sense if he lost. Potentially, but I like this storyline just fine. Of, like, you know, yeah, Daniel Bryan won by the skin of his teeth, but, like... He he recognized the game in Drew Gulak, so they can, you know, hopefully they can make each other better. Hey, if, if you give me more Gulak time and he's a face, I'm I'm down. 
Yeah. Plus, we got Sami Zayn being a total dick dick knob as usual, and that's great. Man, I can't believe you won the Intercontinental title. That was so fun. What a stupid thing they've done. What a wonderful, stupid thing they've done. You know, now he's called untouchable Sami Zayn. Now he can say people can't touch him so he doesn't get the coronavirus. Oh, man. That's, I don't like this. That's called heel heat. Just saying. He was already going with that gimmick. Why not go all the way? Oh. You didn't write in the notes, but I also want to mention that uh, the Miz and Morrison's promo was very good. And they knew how. Oh, to yeah. Play. That was funny. They, they knew how to play to an empty crowd. Yep. <laughs> By saying, you know, if if you don't think the Miz is the most is the best technical wrestler in WWE, speak up. And then there's no one. While also being total dicks to each other and insulting each other behind their backs. Yeah. As you do. They have such a weird dynamic that I'm into. Right. They've always had that. That's been their appeal all the time. Just being bizarre frenemies? Yes. I mean, they're not... Fair enough. They're not... But more on the friend side, less on the enemy side. They're just antagonistic idiots. Who can't help but antagonize each other. Indeed. Speaking of promos, I liked Roman Reigns' promo. I thought it was fine. Like, you know, it, it made it look, it made the case it needed to of why he should get this this match despite doing nothing to earn this match. I think it made the case just fine. Other than that, it was like, whatever, this this promo's this promo's good because it's treated more like just a sit down interview, but you know, it's nothing to write home about to me. Yeah, but go on. But he feels Bad, like more comfortable in this setting than having to play up to a crowd. Like, I harken back to that that uh, Raw after the Royal Rumble where it was snowed in, and they just had him sit down with Paul Heyman and cut a promo. Yeah, that was cool. Like that that's his that's his jam is being without an audience and just you know like focusing on the promo and on his opponents or who's interviewing him. And just being, like, cool and calm and collected and suave while also having, like, a toughness to him. Exactly. Like, he is definitely a guy that plays better in subtleties. Despite being this, like, big bombastic character. Indeed. And speaking of bombastic characters, uh, fuck John Cena. He's the big match John. Is he a heel? I think he's a heel. No, but, you know, it definitely felt like the most heel John Cena promo we've gotten in a very long time. He talked to, he said he was going to bury Bray Wyatt and not in the fun, goofy way. As in... Called the, him overprivileged. Yeah, as in the, hey, you keep fucking up and stop, you don't deserve any more chances, fuck you. I don't give a shit if you made a creative character, you still failed. That's mean. He is mean. Fuck John Cena. That's what Bray said, too. He's like, hey, I've been in the audience the entire time. I'm less than ten people. It's You're me. saying some mean stuff about me, but I love you. The other one, though, oh, he's gonna kill you. I this was an excellent promo. Like, I'm, 
you know, we're we're making jokes about it, but like this was a, a fantastic segment that like just the tension from having no one in there just added to it so much and just like Bray's delivery of everything was just so good. And Cena just being this stubborn asshole and just being looking mean the whole time was really good. It worked. He was, you could say, mean muggin. It's true. I I look forward to their death match in that Hooters. That'd be pretty good. You, you saw that tweet that Brain deleted, right? Yes, I did. Oh, he deleted it? Yeah, he deleted it. Uh, deleter of worlds. Let him in. No, no, seriously, let him forgot his Twitter password. Okay. But yeah. Overall, I think it was a really entertaining episode of SmackDown. And it was the second highest rated SmackDown. Don't you want to talk about the exciting SmackDown match? The Tag Team Elimination Chamber match? I already talked about that on last Sunday. I was on SmackDown this week. That's fun. So fucking weird they just showed the pay-per-view matches tonight and, and Friday night. Yeah. It's weird that they showed the Rumble instead of the Women's Elimination Chamber. They showed the entire Royal Rumble to fucking sell you on Drew McIntyre. With commercial breaks. It ended up, that basically ended up being like an hour and 45 minutes of the show. Like, they cut out, like, parts of the tag chamber. They did not cut anything out of this. No! Like, if they went to break... Although they did make, it, right they did make a couple cuts. They also showed Edge's spear. That's the cut I was talking about. They, sh- they cut in Edge's spear. <laughs> dumb. Thank God. So dumb that they didn't the first time. <laughs> Kevin Dunn, you moron. But yeah, it was. I enjoyed SmackDown. I don't want this to go on too long, but it was fun. It was an interesting show. Like, and in light of everything going on, I think that they pulled out something pretty clever and pretty cool, which I don't think they really replicated nearly as well on Raw, where it felt felt like they were trying much harder to do a more normal show, and it just didn't really play in a lot of ways. No, I did not like Raw. It was too long, and also, when the Rumble happened, I just zoned out. Well, yeah, because it was literally 8.15 to 10. Crazy. You want to spend fucking an hour and 45 minutes of the show watching a match you saw two months ago? No. I went and had dinner. I came back. It was still on. Like, this was some seriously WCW shit. I'm very curious how the rating's going to be for that second hour. I don't know. I bet it's going to be a big drop. And then come back up for the third because of Austin. Probably. Also, uh, John, happy 316 day. Thank you. It's almost done. Uh, Damn. Edge's promo at the beginning was really good because he got real close to the camera. Edge's promo was very good. This is a man who drove 17 hours to do this promo. And it showed. Why? Because he was fucking tired? 
Yeah, he looked very tired. Well, when when you have an HD camera that close to your face, it's hard not to look tired. Damn you, HD cameras. And yeah, he, he cut a promo saying that uh, Beth was coming to the ring to fucking uh, retire for him. And Randy's a fucking idiot because now he's going to kill him in an ODQ match. No, it's the last man standing match. Last man standing match. You're right. Sorry. In an empty arena. That's pretty good. Yeah, that'd be a good match. I wish there was a crowd to react. Look, man. It's not like this company doesn't have a history of doing last man standing matches with no one to react to it and then being fucking rad. That's fair. Which one are you talking about? Halftime Heat. That was... You're right, it was a last man standing match. I, I thought it was a false count anywhere match. No, because the whole point was that the f- Rock couldn't get up because he was pinned right, the forklift. The, You're right. The forklift. Yeah, alright. You are correct. John, you want to talk about the Royal Rumble? Hey, Drew McIntyre won. That's crazy. Didn't see that coming. Hey, John. What's that, You want to talk about this uh, contract table? Yeah, sure. Undertaker comes out, and there's a table in the ring, and Undertaker doesn't have a shirt, and I was like, what the fuck's that about? And then Undertaker was like, yo, fuck this table. Is that the fastest Undertaker entrance as a dead man ever? Probably. Because he didn't have the hat or anything. He didn't do any of his stuff. He just came in the ring and said, fuck this table. And then they cut the commercial. Immediately cut to commercial. <laughs> While the table's still flying in the air. It was very strange. And then they come back to commercial. Like, also another weird hard cut when they come back from commercial. And it's just like, the Undertaker's pissed off. There, there wasn't a contract on the table. So he said, fuck this table. Fuck that table indeed. And then AJ Styles was like, hey, I have the contract. Fuck you. I'm going to yell at you on the screen. Anyway, I signed this contract. Carl Anderson and Luke Gowes, go get killed for me, please. And they did. Very nice of them. They were very reluctant, in fairness. Well, I mean, the Undertaker still has teleportation powers in the PC. He definitely teleported, even though he really didn't need to. He did it because he wanted to. Just to be a dick. Like, hey, I was, yo, I got teleportation powers. Fuck you. I mean, it's a cool thing to do. Not gonna lie. I mean, if you had teleportation powers, you would use it any chance you get. Absolutely, I would. That's why I said no judgment. Teleport to the, the fridge. Get another beer. Teleport back to the chair. I do kind of wish I could get, teleport to get a white claw right now. Right. Just make a white claw appear in my hand. I, I had a white claw this weekend for the first time. It was very good. I can't, be- I can't believe that was your first time. Yeah, I I just didn't feel like it. I, I had a lot of chances to have one. I'm like, nah, I'm not in the mood for one. Then I, At least you had the the correct flavor. Well, yeah, I, they said, do you want a regular one or do you want a black cherry? I said, I want black cherry. Because everyone tells me it's the best one, and it is. Raspberry is also very good. They did not have that choice. 
Raspberry's not easy to find. Anyway. Anyway, Undertaker signed the contract. The match is official. Rey Mysterio and Andrade fought for some reason. Because they need to fill time. Yep. Fine. No, it was good. I mean, as I said before, like, you know, Rey and Andrade are definitely two people that understand, like, you know, we're not performing in front of people. Let's just keep it moving, keep it feeling more like a fight. Yeah, absolutely get involved. Mm Mm-hmm. It was good. It was a uh, well-done match. Yeah, like, th- this is the kind of thing that I want to see them do, because I think it's a smart thing to do. If if you don't have a crowd, then, like, make it do the thing where you make it look more real. Make it look less like, you know, oh, we gotta have these moments where we're playing with the crowd, we're trying to get people invested in the match, we're trying to do all these things. Just like, no, look, these two are fighting, because this is a, sh- a show about fighting. Good job. What? What about instead, fuck this match, let's talk about Asuka. Yeah, that's also true. Asuka was on commentary for some reason. Who knows and why? way fucking into Andrade. She's wearing everything. Just existing. And also attacking people on SmackDown. <clears throat> Screaming a bunch of stuff and then going, right? And then laughing. And then all the other commentators going, right. Well, yeah, I don't want to upset Asuka. Disagree. I mean, Asuka was really upset by the end is the problem. Mm-hmm. wonder what she's going to do next. Hang out and be Asuka. Probably fight some sort of combination of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and... I don't know, name two raw people for the tag titles. You're asking too much. Alright, I'm gonna say um, Liv Morgan and Natalia. I would have thought Natalia and Beth Phoenix, but I feel like Beth Phoenix has gotta either sell this fucking uh, sell this fucking RKO or be involved in the edge match. Yeah, she's got to be involved in the edge match. It's much more important. It's the most important match on the Mania card. Alright, so just... I'm going to go with then just... Just a, a tag team match between Kabuki Warriors and Bliss and Cross. I mean, who cares? Because it's not in front of anyone. Pretty much. Don't give away a Beth Phoenix match. If you didn't have already have it booked. What else happened on this show, Owen? Uh, Becky drove a giant truck to the arena because she's not going to be able to have a big WrestleMania entrance, so we have this truck. I'm the new Stone Cold. Here's a truck for some reason. It was a cool truck, though. I, I'm bummed out that she didn't get to drive it into Mania. It was a cool-looking truck. I'll give her that. But then she cut a promo, and Shayna Baszler found it. TV backstage to look at sideways. She cut a promo and it was, yep, this is a Becky Lynch promo. All right. I sure don't give a shit about this match. I wish I did, but yeah, it's just like Shayna looks cool and all, but like Becky is not really doing anything interesting for me to like really care about this. It's not like she's, 
It's not like she's like so cocky and overconfident that I'm like, yeah, she's going to get her fucking shit rocked and she doesn't know what's coming. And she's not like selling herself as such the underdog that it's like, oh, I don't know if Becky can pull this out. I hope she does. Right. It's just like, it just feels like a match that's an inevitability. And Jane better win. I mean, she should. You left it out of the notes, but we also got to talk about, you know, the man of the day, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Also, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins are going to fight at WrestleMans. Yay. Oh, yeah, I was doing things when they announced that. That's predictable. Kevin Owens at least cut, like, a good promo, really selling it on, like, hey, this is actually great for me because like the performance center is like where I broke into this company. And like, it was one of the hardest experiences of my life. So to come back here, like this is going to be, you don't know what you're up against Rollins. Like it was a well done promo. I'll, I'll give him that. Really cool. All right. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Cause I was dealing with things when that was happening. And then Steve Austin happened. John, I love this segment. The segment was okay. I it was him doing dad jokes. He was pretty much doing the uh the red you know, if you're you're a redneck thing, but for three sixteen day and Byron is up there with stupid ratings cards. Why was Byron doing the ratings cards? I mean, aside from the obvious of it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, he needs some kind of foil to play off of. That's why. You know what my favorite bit of the whole thing was, though? What's that, Owen? When the first time you said, give me a hell yeah, and then they cut to the empty seats. And then they cut back to Austin, looking very uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is weird. That was, that was a very good cut. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, that- Austin not having a great time. Oh, he had fun after that, and then he gave Byron a stunner. And then Becky came out, and she had a bunch of beers, and was like, I'm cool, too. It would have been better if she gave him a stunner. Austin said that apparently she did give him a stunner last time he saw her. Yeah, when Austin was on his USA show, he interviewed her, and the show ended with them toasting in the ring with a beer, and then she gave him a stunner. This I did not see. I saw that. It It aired after an episode of Raw. It was good. That's pretty good. Yeah. But she should have done it again. crazy for this one. She should have done it again. Yeah, okay. Or she should have drove the truck into into the performance center and sprayed him with some kind of drink. I would have been into that. But instead, they just, you know, gave a second stunner to, to Byron. That was not as good as the first stunner, but it's fine because Byron's cell was still very good. Byron's very good at selling. And the first stunner was also very good, so whatever. And also, if you watch that FCW documentary on the network, Byron's really good at promos. I guess just not good at wrestling. Nah, yeah. I've never actually seen Byron wrestle, so I don't know. He was fine. Let's see him wrestle. He's fun. He's better at what he's doing now. 
All right, then. That SCW thing is cool. You should check that out. Yeah, maybe I will. You get to see some early Bray Wyatt, and it's fun. You get to see it, and they also talk about how awesome Leo Kruger is. Oh, man. Talk about Leave a lot the memories of alone. Alice Riley gets mentioned. They talk about a lot of people that hey, are in the company. You better say it to his face. I said that to you early in the week. He didn't respond to me. Had a lot going on, okay? The world's had a lot going on, but you still need to say it to his face. The world is a vampire. Sorry, wait, no. They're not doing anything until June. Shit. Hey, John. Yeah, Owen. Is, is that it for heel turn? Basically, I mean, you know, the one last thing that I guess we'll, we'll say here uh, before we go is just like, you know... So we've talked about what's going on in the world of wrestling. I guess what's going on in the world of pro wrestling dot cool is, yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have heel alternative as usual going up Wednesday night, uh, stream live Wednesday night, posting Thursday morning, and then from there, I don't know. We're just gonna we're just gonna play it by ear, like I'm guessing everybody else is. I'm gonna keep doing heel turn up until at least Mania, and then we'll. Reconvene and figure out what the plan is. Yeah, like heel alternative, without a doubt, will will keep going. Like we will we will figure some things out. Like if we have to, you know, maybe talk more about like politics, di- direction of the industry in general, politics of the industry in general, or even just like you know, hey, maybe Oscar and I will finally go back and watch all those uh, re-edited ECW episodes. Yeah. Whereas I like, figure out what to do with heel turn. Yeah. Point being, there's 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 some shit going on in the world of professional wrestling that we can talk about outside of oh god, AEW is on fire because everything is on fire. So we'll we'll try and figure some things out. But look, man, this shit's gonna be weird for a bit, so Yeah. As soon as things get regular again, I'm sure our schedules will get regular again. Get mad regular, y'all. Yeah. And uh wash your hands. Yeah, wash your damn hands. Stay inside. Wash your damn hands. D- don't touch your face. Fuck you doing. Don't touch other people's faces. Stop buying all the toilet paper. The fuck you doing with a lot of toilet paper. Living in it. Let me come over and borrow a couple rolls. God. Do it, coward. But most importantly, wash your damn hands. And on that note, that's it for Heel Turn. A production of ProWrestling.cool? It's not just cool, it's dot cool. Yeah. So, uh... Feels weird to plug the Patreon when things are bad in the economy, but... We have a Patreon at at Patreon.cool. Patreon.cool. We're struggling. Yeah, I can't say, I can't say, please don't, if you're able to, thanks. It helps us, but, you know, if shit's tough, don't worry about it. You you can come help us out when things are more stable in your life, and our lives, and the world at large. 
But yeah, we got cool stuff over there. If you do indeed are still able to financially support us, like exclusive podcasts, show notes, all that good stuff. No, the world is a vampire. No, no New Japan podcast because New Japan don't exist no more. Besides, that content is for free. That's true. We haven't done a pay- premium one in a while. Um, John, what about- you could stop this at any time. You could stop the idiot's guide at any time by just doing the <laughs> the the premium stuff. I could, but it's v- people really like the idiot's guide. Do they? Uh, Trace, I think does. I don't listen to them. That's what you're fucking up. I, 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 hey, you know what? I'm good. I'm not an idiot, so I don't need the guide. Thank you. John, what about Facebook? Education for your life. What about Facebook? What, where are we on Facebook? We have a, we have a Facebook page. For cool, is that it? Yeah. What about on Twitter? If if they want our news feed. At PWDOTC. What if they want to see you do some shit posting? At the heel turn? Hell yeah. What if they want to see you personally shit post? At I am John GM. What about if you were to stream video games because you're trapped in your house? Video underscore shames if I do that. And where should people not send money because they need the money to live in these crazy times? Then mode, I am John. Don't 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 pay the man. Take care of yourself. What are we? What are we, Jerry Springer now? Telling people take care of yourselves and each other. Hell yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. The world needs Jerry Springer. In these trying times. Good thing I intend to watch a bunch of them tomorrow. Fantastic. Also, I'm on Twitter at the underscore Ozone. Alright, John, let's, let's, let's get out of here and hopefully... Hopefully by Wednesday night, things aren't much worse. Here's hoping. Alright. So, until then... I'll come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.